Black Men Cry To is an invitation for men of color to feel safe to share their truth and unpack their hurt. My name is Kat, aka Retro Barbie, hashtag right hair dark liquor, and I created this space as an invitation for black men to feel empowered to know it's okay that they can cry too. Thank you, Peter, for sitting down with me. Let's take a shot to look at your 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 Witnessing police brutality, whether it was personal or somebody else. In Harlem, it's always been fucked the police, like quite honestly. Uh, I've been arrested for bullshit. I remember in high school, I went to okay, I went to a college prep program and I missed a weekend. So I said, cool, I'm gonna do this science project at home. I tried to buy like glycerin, like at the pharmacy. Didn't know that was making bombs. I didn't know that was like a, a component. And just got thrown across a cop car. Mind you, I had like the paperwork for a project and everything. How old were you? 15, 16. And I like had the paperwork like, hey, I'm doing the science project. They didn't care. Got arrested. Like, I mean, when I mean arrested, like handcuffs back of the car, not not booked yet. I got arrested walking out of Costco, so I look like a suspect. Yeah, I got arrested with a rotisserie chain in my hand. Like, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I niggas love chicken. I've been handcuffed so many random times just because I look like a suspect or my friends or like I might have associated with someone who might look like a suspect. What does look like a suspect mean? Like what does a suspect look like? I give you the perfect description. Five foot six to six foot six. And black. No 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 I'll give you even better. Okay. Wearing athletic footwear. That's it. That's it. And between like 150 to 250. Like they give you such a broad round. That's literally the entire home for the most part. Have you ever been mistaken for an actual suspect that they're looking for? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in eighth grade. No, I'm not eighth. In June, not high school. I got arrested walking out of school because they thought I was a suspect in a robbery that happened two hours earlier as I was in school. Did you happen to see what the actual suspect looked like? Nothing like me. Nothing. Like, me. nothing. like I'm like 15, 16. My beard not connecting. I had braids, like dirty braids, and I'm just going to school. I was 15, 16. And I was like this, 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 the, the second week. Like, <laughs> and I got arrested, like literally handcuffed and put on a cop car. And I was confused, like, what's going on? Look like what was you doing an hour ago? Nigga, I'm in my school uniform. What then they get mad because you catch an attitude. Mm -hmm. Like you could never be upset that they're on their bullshit. And I just don't understand why. I don't understand why we have to be somewhat trained and keep a good attitude, keep a positive attitude when they're the ones being trained to deal with people. And these are the same dudes that was born in the suburbs. They, they, they don't know how to deal with this. They don't talk our same language. They don't understand our culture. But they're enforcing laws in these neighborhoods with people that look nothing like them. And they treat us like we're suspects all the time. Like, I can't, I can't be a kid. The news of 15-year-old kid is booked as a man. Like, looked at as a man. But the, a woman the other day looked like, oh, she has a bright future. Brock Turner got fucking... Well, he got sentenced six months. Really did three, but they called him a young. They called him a young boy, and said his future's ahead of him. Niggas like me, 
one bad move, I could got clipped or locked up. And I'm a young man. I'm always going to be a man. Ever since I could literally walk anywhere by myself, in the eyes of the police, I'm a man. And I have friends, family, who are cops. Like, it's, we all know all cops are not bad. So how do you respond or react when you're forced back with interactions with police officers, especially knowing that you personally know some? I just try to treat them like an adult. Because it shows I can really do. I can show them my PBA card. I can tell them who I know. I do know police in high places, but again, they don't care. That doesn't matter. So when I deal with cops, I try, I try to treat them with respect. And I just pray for the best. Because it's, it's not up to me. I don't have the power. I could be, they could throw me against a car. Or if I get arrested, right, and three cops arrested me, one, nigga, one cop could be like, yo, put your hands up. Another cop could be like, oh, put your hands behind your, your back. I don't know who I'm listening to. The third cop is ready to kill me. Like, it's just like, I don't know what to do. So I just hope that someone may pull out of this. I'd rather get tasered, like, just fucking taser me. Like, put my ass down. Don't shoot me. I can deal with the lawsuits later. I'd rather just be here later. I mean, I think that's the sad reality of it when you're preferring what type of physical harm you want to take from police officers, knowing that either one is going to happen regardless. I'm going to get beat up. Like, there's going to be some, some violence. Because it's, a, it's literally a gang. Like, Boys in Blue is a legit gang. Like, versus them. And the cops are not here to protect and serve. They're here to, to, to maintain order. And that's been through the beginning of time. Before we was labeled as people. We, we were things. We were property. The, if the cops was there when we were property, the same institution is still here. Even the, the institution didn't change. The times did, but not that. From what it sounds like, it seems like you feel like there's a target on your back. How do you deal with this feeling when you're in like public spaces with police officers? My anxiety kicks in. I don't like being in the same train car with cops. I don't like I don't like being in eye vision of a cop. Because I can have a bad day, people would know about it, attitudes, whatever, day goes on. If a cop's wake up and have a bad day, that could be my last day. And that's I, I'm afraid of that. Or let's say a white woman or a white person catches the attitude with me on the train. And I'm just like arguing back. Cop ain't training that person. They coming straight towards me. So my any day could be my last day for cops around. And that bewilders me. That's a heavy feeling to have. How do you deal with that anxiety? I don't I try to create. I try to create. I try to I try to pray. I try to do yoga. I just Maybe bending. Yeah, you know how yoga for you know, trying try my baggie on. <laughs> But I just wish you on too. Nah, nah, that, that's my man, Goldie Tell. <laughs> Honestly, I just I just try to live. Knowing dealing with the cop is like having a terminal illness. You're gonna die eventually. You just hope it takes you later than sooner. And dealing like seeing cops is like damn today could be it. I hope I did good enough up to this point. I hope I've done enough for people I love. So we just discussed how you feel around police and their perception of you, but in general, how do you feel like society views you? It's like a double-edged sword, because again, I am a black man named Peter from Harlem. So on my resume, I look like this lacrosse player, like top of the line, like, oh, this white guy, Peter. But then I pull up, 
And my, oh, so you're Peter. Like, Next week. Yeah, because I remember in college, I got an interview for a job. College, I had braids, cornrows, you know. But the suit was popping. Ivy League education, I'm doing it. Pull up. And it was like, oh, Peter here? I was like, yeah, that's me. You sure? And two seconds, like, bitch. But I had to stop myself because I'm at the job industry. I need this job. And that, I always knew, but like that was one instant that really hit me. And I had to like hold my reactions in real time. Other than that, I could, it depends on my crowd. Like I could be perceived as a thug. I could be perceived as the, the exceptional Negro. I can like it's just token black eye. Yeah, there's so many different. It's cold switching. I have to be all. I have to be every type of black to be accepted. Does cold switching ever make you feel tired? Like I have to put on airs. I have to put on a mask. Yeah, my nine to five. Like, like I can't. I can't be a nigga at work. Like, let's say someone gets upset or want to like have attitude. I can't have that same attitude. I have to walk away. I can't. Because the moment I raise my voice, things change because I'm a black man. My tone is, is softer. My tone is low. Like my, the aggression, I have no aggression at work. Like I have to move a certain way because of my blackness and I have afro. So it's like, I'm clearly black. Like I, this is black. And then you wear your little hair wrap. Yeah, like this is. It's cute, I appreciate that. But just I have to edit my blackness for other people's liking. And that's why creating makes me, it, it eases myself, it eases me because I can be naturally black. I can be my type of black. Instead of corporate America, I have to be there, the acceptable black. Has any of these stereotypes or misconceptions ever made you think that I need to alter my appearance, I need to change who I am? Like, have you ever had to process those feelings or like debate those feelings that this is what I need to do to survive? Yeah, I mean, I had braids, so I was tired of braids, so when I left college, I cut my braids. But I knew being an, a, an adult in corporate America, I can't have cornrows. It, it just, like, the corporate America has grown progressively that I can't have, like, natural hair as a guy. But then, 2009, 2010, like, the earlier this decade, I couldn't do that. Like, I couldn't have this. I, it was literally just clean dreads or a season and that was it and as I've gotten older and I've gotten better at what I do I don't care because I I treat people with respect and they respect me and I can do a lot that a lot of other people can't do but that's not right I feel like everybody should be able to move the way they they should like what they want not black, black people of color have to move in a certain way in comparison to white people. So with that, it seems like you're now starting to accept being unapologetic and your authentic self. What message are you trying to give to your peers as well as the youth when it comes to showing up as yourself and accepting your blackness and putting your blackness in the world? It's a freedom. It's The funny thing is I, used to, I always joke like, I love being black. But I wish I could just put that in the closet for a day or two and like recharge. Like I wish I could say, hey, blackness, you don't have to come out today. Relax. I know you stress. I know you stress. I know you're tired. Like, like life does that to you. And my message for everybody else is 
and try to get to that freedom because this world the idea of freedom for people of color has been a, a, a hot topic or something of debate for years like what's now free? Hashtag what's free what's free, free. tell them and with us we're locked up differently we're locked up mentally institutionally not physically once you could if you could fight that through everything that you do that freedom feels good like that liberation that and succeeding on your terms feels so much better than succeeding on somebody else's terms like just get to the end goal they get to the end goal the way you want to because if you don't you have to go back and do it again and it won't and the second time oh oh now now the second time would be the second time would be better because you did it yours. You have to do it your way. If you do it somebody else's way, you're just following a blueprint or a text or a, a, a journey or a path. Do it yours. Thank you, Peter, so much for sitting down and being vulnerable with me today. Any last words you want to give the folks? I will say thanks for having me. Uh, and just create. And also, fuck 12. Student Union, first class breakfast, screens is watching. Just create, man. Fuck all the niggas. And follow us on Instagram at BlackmenCryToo, T-O-O, and follow the hashtag, hashtag BlackmenCryToo, T-O-O. And we out this.